The old man turned off the radio, said, where did all the old songs go? Kids sure play funny music these days. They play it in the strangest ways. Said, it looks to me like they've all gone wild. It was peaceful back when I was a child. Well, man, could it be that the girls and boys are trying to be heard above your noise? And the lonely voice of youth cries, what is truth? So that's from uh, the uh, poet Johnny Cash um, from a song called What is Truth, which is what was said in the the, uh, passage from Sunday, which was going into Jesus's trial. And so rather than uh, focus on Jesus, which is odd to say this, I would like to spend just a little bit of time, hopefully not as long as I normally do, focusing on three of the people that I've pulled out in here. Um, Peter, Judas, and Pilate. Um, so they all, uh, they all, to one way or another, are running away from what they know to be true. Um, and there are varying degrees of that. So, you know, Jesus even told Peter that he was going to deny him three times, um, when all of this stuff happens and he, he, he denied it. We'll see that I think in the next one or the one after that. And when it came up, he was arrested, um, and put before all the councils and people would come up to him and say, Hey, aren't you connected with him? And he would deny it. And um, the third time he did it, the, uh, Jesus looked at him and he remembered at that point what what he had been told. And he was faced with the truth of not only Jesus telling him what was going to happen before it happened, but also the truth of um, denying what he knew to be accurate, the, the lying, as it were, for his own safety. Uh, being a coward uh, to a certain degree. And I think that's, you know, that's that's one level where someone who who knows um, Jesus is and believes Jesus is who he says he is and given the opportunities to not even, uh, you know, someone says, hey, are you a Christian? And saying yes, it's um, given the opportunity to show someone what they believe, either with their words, but probably more importantly, with their actions um, and and not doing it. So turning away from 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 God, uh, turning away from what they know to be true. Um, and this can even apply to, to any number of different things, situations that you would find yourself in where you're in a crowd of people and it would take you going against the grain you know going against the the mass of people choosing to do to not do something that others are doing or choosing to do something that others are not doing um and that's but those but choosing those things that you know to be true and choosing not to do those things that you know are the opposite of that truth so you know it does take a lot of courage to do that it's something you'll find a lot I think in in college where you'll have plenty of those opportunities and the, and then you'll, you know, realize it after the fact or even during the fact. And you'll you'll have uh, 
you'll 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 be remorseful. Um, you'll wish you hadn't done it, and and then you'll have another opportunity. And the question then becomes: Do you choose something different, or do you fall back into the same path that you had done before? Um, and so then you go to somebody like like Judas. So we're going in a sense from someone who who has let's just say more faith or is closer to to God to Jesus um, doing it. So I mean Peter went on to basically build the whole church. I mean he was he was the man him and Paul as far as building things after Jesus left. So you know this isn't somebody that was a butterfly that was just kind of flying around and hitting things. He was he was in. He's committed. But it took these types of things to happen in order to to um, to to create that person. Um, he he Jesus saw him as that person, but he saw him as the finished product, not the the lump of clay that he was at the time. And it took these things to make him that. And so you know you shouldn't let failure, you shouldn't let things that happen um, defeat you. Um, that's why we're always talking about learning from them and, and building off of them rather than letting them, um, undermine you. So, um, so anyway, so the next one would be Judas. Judas was, uh, was a disciple. He was, he was with him. He was with Jesus, followed him, saw all the stuff, but made a decision, uh, for money to, uh, turn him in. And, you know, we'll see this next, next time. Um, that was his decision. He did it for, for, uh, 30 pieces of silver. It was foretold in the old Testament that this was going to happen. Not necessarily that it was Judas that was going to do it, but that was the dollar amount that was going to happen. Um, and did it. Um, and then, uh, you know, when he saw that Jesus was, maybe he thought that he was just going to be arrested and they were going to, you know, um, uh, just keep him in jail or whatever. Uh, but when he saw that he was condemned, he was seized with remorse and turned the money back in and actually went as far um, as to committing suicide. Um, and so one of the, you know, the big questions is he, he knew the truth yet. He um, not necessarily allowed the people outside of him to sway him because there were, you know, obviously people that, we're trying to get to Jesus. He allowed his own greed. He allowed the not the sin that was external, um, you know, the 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 sin of of uh, how you look in front of other people, which I think is where Peter or or the sin of of protecting yourself and being afraid for your own life. Um, you know, his his sin in this case, the truth that he ran away from was. Um, you know, he did it for money. Uh, he did it for, for that. I mean, he did it for a um, temporary uh, thing and was willing to, you know, then you would question where was his faith to begin with? You know, if it was so easy for him to turn his back on him, did, did he really have that, that type of faith to begin with? Um, and there's also questions of, you know, even with that, um, uh, with that betrayal, um, he is was still given the opportunity to repent and to come back, um, which I would like to think he hopefully did. Um, so, uh, 
you know, but there's that, you know, so there's, there's running away. These are both running away for, for selfish reasons or betraying or running away from truth for selfish reasons. One is self-preservation in Peter's case. One is self, um, uh, just, just, you know, monetary gain, um, and then the last one, when Jesus goes and talks to Pilate and he's trying to talk to him, you know, and talk him into, hey, you know, I'm trying to let trying to tell Jesus, I'm trying to let you out of this. Um, help me out. And Jesus tells him I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. And uh, Pilate says, what is truth? And that I think is where a lot of the world is, you know, that they are given evidence of lots of things um, and they choose to believe the things that that maybe are most expedient to them or the things that are, you know, most familiar to them in terms of what was taught to them by their parents or taught to them by the people in their community. Um, but it becomes a personal thing. You know, Pilate was not raised in a Jewish family. He wasn't Jewish at all. He was a Roman and they're pagans and they were, you know, they, they, they didn't believe uh, anything um, other than their own power for the most part. And so, but even, even him faced with this person of Jesus and the things that, that he knew to be happening because he wanted to see him. He wanted to meet him because he had heard about him, heard about the miracles, heard about all the stuff that was happening. And as he questioned him, you know, Jesus was, was giving him uh, the answers that someone would give them if they were actually who they said they were. Um, yet he still, uh, even asking the question, what is truth? Um, he said, I find no basis for the charges against him and basically washed his hands of the situation. That's where that saying, I'm washing my hands of this matter. Um, you know, he he did not take that extra step of um, answering, truly answering that question of what is truth um, for his own self and for his own life. And I think that's ultimately where all of us end up with with any sort of faith that we have or we don't have is we're asking the question of what is truth um and you know in this case um jesus is the way the truth and the life you know the way to god the truth of how you um uh operate and and what you you know what you hit your wagon to and and what you believe in and then that creates for you the life uh, that God intends for you. And so to me, that's, you know, that truth is, is there is a God, you're not them, which I think a lot of people think they are. Uh, they replace God with themselves and they become their own, uh, their own uh, God, as far as that's concerned, you know, their desires, their, their whims and their, uh, what they want becomes their functional God. Um, uh, we are separated from that God through the things that we do that we shouldn't do and the things we don't do that we, that we should do. And Jesus provided a way for us to be reconciled um, and provided that sacrifice, which is what we've been looking at these last several weeks. So, you know, the answer to that question of what is truth is still one that, that um, folks are trying to answer today 
um, and answering um, uh, sort of wandering around and, and trying to, to figure out what that is for themselves. Um, and so, and again, we all have to uh, answer this, this, uh, uh, this question for ourselves. Um, you know, I can't answer it for you. I can't answer, you can't answer it for me. We have to, we have to do it ourselves, and it has to be an individual decision and, and one that, that, that we make, um, for ourselves. And so, um, the end of that song is, yeah, the ones you're calling wild are going to be leaders in a little while. The old world's waking to a newborn day. And I solemnly swear that it'll be their way. You better help the voice of youth find what is truth. And the lonely voice of youth cries, what is truth? So even though that song, I think, was written in the 60s or 70s sometime, um, which it happened during the uh, Vietnam War and everybody was all, uh, um, you know, protesting and all the social upheaval and everything that was happen happening, it still is, is very, um, you know, it's very... Uh, pertinent today and it'll be the same way 50 years from now uh, 100 years from now you know people are still going to be asking it the details will be different but the question will still be the same uh hope you have a great day and it wasn't quite as short as i hoped it would be but hopefully worthwhile